Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 140, Power Play. I am your host, Bill Stahl. Today we're going to continue the discussion we were having on transition workouts before we talked about hill training. And today we're going to pick up with um, fartleks and tempo runs. Uh, before I get into that, you know, today I had a chance to watch the uh, French Open final and uh, actually a couple of great tennis matches uh, the last couple of days. On, uh, in the semifinals, Rafael Nadal played Novak Djokovic of Serbia and just an amazing classic, um, classic match between two of the all-time greats in tennis. And um, today, Djokovic was in the final. Uh, he, he beat Nadal, obviously, and he was in the final against Stefano, Stefanos Tsitsipas, uh, not easy to say, of, of Greece, a uh, 22-year-old who made it to the final. Of course, Djokovic, uh, Djokovic is um, he's, uh, 20, 35 years old, and he um, won the match after being down by two sets, came back and won the last three sets. And, and the reason why I mention is I just admire the heck out of really the big three of tennis, which includes Roger Federer, as well as Nadal and Djokovic. And these guys have just been around for so long and have had such incredible consistency. Uh, Djokovic and Nadal each share the all-time record for uh, for major wins with 20, and now Djokovic is right behind them with 19 wins. Uh, and what's amazing, though, is that it's not like, say, Tiger Woods that was just dominating a sport all by himself. These three have all Guys have all been around at about the same time, and yet, and they've accumulated all these major victories, which is just incredible. And included in that run of twenty, Nadal has won fourteen French Opens, which is or thirteen, I believe, yeah, thirteen, just unheard of. But uh, what amazes me, though, is uh, their longevity, of course, but their consistency. Uh, when you look at the winners of the majors, which includes the Australian Open, the U.S. Open, and Wimbledon, along with the French Open, uh, their name is in there for just about every single one over about the last 15 years. There have been a few others who've weaseled their way in a little bit, but for the most part, these guys have just been dedicated to their sport. They've been consistent. And uh, and they obviously enjoy the sport. You, you can tell by just the joy with which they play. It's it, it is really amazing watching those guys play. So, just going to mention that real briefly. Uh, and before we get into our discussion about fartleks and tempo runs, is it time you committed yourself to change? Nothing beats having a supportive group behind you, which is the premise behind the Leadville 10 Warriors. This is a super positive group of people overcoming adversities like obesity, addiction, and alcoholism to achieve audacious goals like long-distance running, including running marathons and ultramarathons. I'm excited as we break out of this pandemic that we are getting together this weekend in Leadville, Colorado for the heavy half and marathon races, two tough races that ascend to the top of 13,200-foot Mosquito Pass and then back down. The cool part is that we have at least as many group members coming out to support as we do running. Uh, David's girlfriend, Courtney, and I provide you with coaching and running, yoga, meditation, and more, and guided by Gandhi's 10 Principles for Changing the World. Please contact me if you're interested in joining the group and making a positive change in your life. So, earlier I had talked about hill training as one of those transition-type workouts that you need before getting to speed work. As you know, if you want to run faster, you've got to practice faster. But you can't start just by running faster. So first thing you need to do is build a good mileage base. And that mileage base could vary according to your needs, according to what your 
typical history has been. Uh, some people tolerate higher miles than others, as well as um, just what what kind of race you're training for. It could be for a 5K or it could be an ultra marathon. So that base is going to vary widely. Once you get through that base, you can go into a transition phase before you get into speed work. And these workouts are really important to build strength in your connective tissues, uh, namely you know ligaments, tendons. And um, just to make sure that you, um, when you get into speed work, you're not going to run into injury situations. So we do these transition workouts. I would recommend you try to do two of them every week so you can rotate among the three kinds between hills and tempos and fartleks. And so incorporate two of those into your um, into your training every week. And generally, this transition phase can last from three to four weeks, maybe longer. But uh, if you get in these workouts, then you can start doing the speed workouts. And so um, we talked about hills in episode number 133, another power play if you want to go ahead, go back and look, uh, listen to that again. As far as fartleks, uh, funny word, I, every time I mention it to uh, kids I coach, they giggle, of course. And uh, fartlek is mere, merely the Swedish word for speed play. And that's exactly the way it should be. It's a way of adding some speed in, but without a whole lot of structure. So what I would suggest is when you're out running, you pick some random landmarks out there. It could be a fence post, could be a mailbox, could be a a phone pole, could be a tree, whatever it is. And you're going to basically pick up the pace until you get to that landmark and then go ahead and back it back down to your normal pace again. And it's kind of a fun thing to do in a group. So if you're with various uh, varying people, you can take turns deciding who's going to choose, uh, who's going to pick, you know, which landmark you're going to run faster to first. You can do um, a longer pickup to one that's further away, a shorter pickup to one that's closer, and just keep varying it up and, and make it fun. And that's exactly the concept behind speed play or fartleks. So uh, fartleks can generally run anywhere from 40 to 60 minutes. Uh, you, you can certainly go shorter or longer than that. But uh, I think 40 to 60 uh, makes for a good number of miles you're going to cover as well as being able to, uh, again, have enough pickups in, in that. So uh, definitely you want to probably get through 15 minutes of warm up, so to speak, and probably have a good 10 minutes of cool down. So you, you'll do the fartleks, uh, the, the pickups in between that, the, those sections. So uh, again, just a matter of kind of putting your foot on the gas and taking it off. It's kind of random throughout the way. So fartleks, very simple. Um, tempo runs, um, they can really vary a lot. And uh, tempos are really good that they're usually typically more prolonged. Um, they can be a lot harder workouts. Uh, various kinds of tempos you can do. Um, one of my favorite tempo workouts uh, is a 2 by 12 So basically, you're going to run twice at, for 12 minutes each, comfortably hard, with just a 60-second rest interval in between. Uh, this is going to do a lot to simulate race pace of, uh, you know, basically you might get a little break in there, but again, you're going to start the second 12-minute burst, you know, feeling pretty tired because you've already run 12 minutes fairly hard already, and with very little rest, you're going into it again. Um, so again, I would look at comfortably hard. Um, 
and that what by what I mean there is probably 10 to 15 seconds less than your 10k race pace or maybe about 10 seconds greater than your half marathon pace. Uh, for those of you guys who do heart rate training, that might be about 80% of your max heart rate or about maybe two to five beats per minute less than your lactate threshold heart rate. So um, again, just uh, two by 12. And then just, um, I, I would start that workout off with probably 20 minutes easy and uh, probably 15 minutes of a cool down. Um, another one you can do pretty similar to that is three by eight minutes. So you're going to go eight minutes hard and take a 75 second rest in between. So, um, you know, again, pr- pretty, a little more intense because it's eight minutes instead of 12. So your pace is probably going to be about five to 10 seconds less than your, uh, lower that is faster than your 10 K pace. So, uh, three by eight minutes there. Um, Another one you can do is uh, if you are, say, just going out for an hour run, you can do three by six minutes out there in, in the middle of that run. So um, six minutes, and in those, I would do those at almost full effort. So, um, you know, really go hard for six minutes, and then you probably want to take probably a two to three minute easy jog in between before picking it up again for the next six minute burst. So you do three by six minutes at almost full effort. And that's definitely one that's going to wear you out. So if you're kind of getting into these, I would probably go through the progression of doing the two by 12 first. And then maybe next week you'll do the three by eights. And then the next week, maybe you do the three by sixes, but definitely probably work your way up because they, these do get more intense along the way. Now, some other runs, uh, I call them tempos, and they're not really tempos. Um, basically, uh, you know, I, I, it's kind of just uh, my terminology, but I do a 31 run, which basically means you're going to go three minutes easy and one minute hard at one mile race pace. And you can alternate those as long as you can. I would probably, again, get probably 10 or 15 minutes of warm up in. And then, you know, you could be doing a run of, say, 50 minutes overall and just alternate that three minutes easy, one minute hard, and keep that up for, uh, you know, until about the last five or 10 minutes when you just go ahead and do your cool down jog after that. So three, a 31 run, as I call it, three minutes easy, one minute hard at one mile race pace. Um, next one in that kind of series is 52, which of course then is five minutes easy, two minutes hard. And I would do the two minutes hard at 20 to 30 seconds greater than your 5k pace, faster than your 5k pace, I would say. So uh, five minutes easy, two minutes hard. And again, start with the same kind of 15 minutes getting into it, warm up, and then go ahead and alternate those as many times as, you, as you'd like. Again, that could be part of a run that's you know, 40, 50, 60 minutes, whatever. But um, just, again, good way to kind of put your foot on the gas pedal and take it off again. And then finally, I've got the 83 run, which now you've figured out means eight minutes easy, three minutes hard. And I would do those three minutes at pretty close to 5K race pace. Because again, you go a little, for, a little uh, longer than you did with the 52 tempo. So again, eight minutes easy, three minutes hard at 5K race pace. So um, 
keep working those in. Um, again, I would kind of go through a cycle of three um, to, to two each week of hills and fart licks and tempos. Um, have some fun with these. It's kind of fun to be able to get some faster running, get those legs moving, turning over a little bit faster. And eventually, very soon, this will lead you away through the transition phase and where we can get into actual speed kind of workouts. So enjoy those. And uh, please, again, drop me a line if you ever have any questions that I can answer for you about um, about any kind of training questions. And uh, just in final, finally, before I close, um, again, please contact me if, like many people during the pandemic, you've written a book or are looking for editing or proofreading services to ensure that it goes to press perfectly written without typos, misspellings, and grammatical errors. Nothing destroys your book's credibility more than poor writing and editing. editing. So until next time, get your vaccination so we can all get back to the people and doing the things we love and always be positive. Stop.